This is the Contractor's Corner podcast series from Solar Power World. Well, welcome to another edition of Contractor's Corner. Today I'm talking with David Lincoln. He is Vice President of the Renewable Energy Group at Rosenden, a large-scale electrical contractor based in San Jose, California. So thanks for talking with me today, David. You're welcome. So first off, this is a big year for Rosenden. Um, 2019 marks 100 years for the company. So give me a little history on the company and, and what it's like working for a 100-year-old business. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. This year marks a tremendous milestone for our company. Um, we were founded by Moses Rosenden um, in San Jose, California, when he established the Rosenden Electric Motor Works in 1919. Um, the company uh, grew throughout World War II era and was or- incorporated in California in 1953. And then in 1992, the Rosenden family decided to sell the company to the employees by implementing an uh, employee stock ownership plan, or ESOP um, is what it's called. Mm-hmm. So in the year 2000, we became uh, 100% employee-owned. And we have grown dramatically since then, and we are now reporting revenues in upwards of $2 billion. So in my uh, 38 years working in the electrical industry, uh, working for a company where each employee, as an owner, uh, has a vested interest in making sure each of us are successful in our roles or responsibilities is uh, pretty rewarding and, and refreshing, to say the least. So, yeah, it's a pretty... Pretty big milestone for this company, and we're, we're thrilled to be here and probably continue for the next 100 years. <laughs> yeah, definitely. How did Rosenden first get involved with solar? Well, you know, Rosenden had already been active providing electrical subcontracting services for the wind energy uh, industry for a number of years when we had an opportunity to bring uh, a tenured solar team of business development and operation executives together in 2009. Uh, that's when I, along with my team, started the solar division out of our Anaheim office, focusing primarily on the uh, commercial and industrial distributed generation client market uh, for turnkey solar solutions. Um, our first year, we had revenues about $3 million. And uh, when we completed a 500 kW system, we thought that was big. <laughs> and then we secured a one megawatt project, and uh, we were in the big leagues and popping corks. <laughs> so after the second year, I uh, presented a business business plan to um, the board of directors within the company. And, uh, uh, you know, the, off it went, right? We, we just took off run it, running. And over the years, it's been a hockey stick growth path uh, with our, with our um, biggest year having revenues over $500 million. So, you know, from there, we quickly expanded into the utility-scale solar farm business. And uh, for us, you know, the big difference is with solar is that um, it's the only vertical market uh, where Rosedin functions as a true contractor or EPC, uh, performing all of our development, engineering, procurement, construction services associated with building a solar project from start to finish. So, and as you know, we are consistently ranked as one of the top five renewable EPCs in the country. So it's been a pretty good story where we started in 2009, where we are today and, and what we have coming up in the future. So it's uh, it's been pretty exciting for everybody here. 
Yeah, kind of going with this, like you, you guys do have this large, like electrical background, but like you said, you're doing EPC work on solar. So kind of how did you guys morph into doing these turnkey systems? So, you know, it was just a lot of it had to do with um, our client base. Uh, selecting our client base and, um, you know, picking about 10 developers that we thought had staying power within the renewable industry and uh, getting to know them and getting them to know us. And and kind of by default, uh, um, when we look at uh, a solar project as a whole, the majority of the project is electrical-based. So especially if you take um, a utility scale, for example, you know, 80 85% is electrical. The rest of it is you know, civil and concrete and fencing. So our clients kind of looked at us and said, you know, why don't you take on that uh, prime role and be the general contractor or EPC and, you know, and sub out the remaining uh, 20 to 15% of the, of the work. And, and so that's what we did. And then we just morphed into this uh, EPC role here and, you know, it's been uh, it's been good, and the, the handful of clients we work with have been exceptional. Uh, they appreciate the work with, that we do, so it's been good. Mm-hmm. Okay. You mentioned you kind of you started off with commercial and, and DG and, and worked your way into utility scale. So, do you guys have a specialty, or are you pretty well versed in like all types of projects, like carports, rooftops, trackers, anything? Like, what's what's your specialty? Well, you know. As I alluded to a little bit earlier, we're we're proud to represent Rosendale Renewable Energy Group as a true, true EPC, where we perform all of our engineering in house, and like I said, we perform majority the majority of our own work. Um, the Renewable Energy Group is broken into uh, multiple divisions um, that operate in specific areas of the renewable industry. As an example, one of our divisions just handles our DG or CNI work but the majority of that work falling into uh, carports. Mm-hmm. So that division, since we started that uh, back in 2009, has constructed, I think, to date, well over 150 megawatts of, of carports. So, you know, another division um, within the group handles all our wind projects. Um, this includes the collection system, the design and engineering, the installation of substations, and transmission and distribution system as well. And most people don't know this, but we've installed over 13 gigawatts of wind to date. Um, so we're very proud of, of that and having started that a little earlier than 2009 and, and where we are today with the wind division. And then obviously as we grew, we, we started another division and that handles our utility, utility scale solar projects. So that typically, you know, is anything from five megawatts to 500 megawatts in our our largest to date was a 450 megawatt project up in uh, Rosemont, California. So, you know, we're working throughout the country, and we also have a separate O&M group that handles a lot of the uh, the O&M or maintenance on these projects that we've completed. So we really do offer a turnkey solution to our clients, and we're finding out that that's what they're looking for is, you know, somebody who has a specialty that they're just one stop, one face, one point of contact, and can turnkey it all. So... We like to think that's our specialty, what we, you know, bring to the industry. Mm-hmm. So how many employees are within Rosenden's Renewable Group, and and how do you kind of spread those out, across, especially like with the utility-scale solar? I mean, are you guys using temporary workers on some projects? Yeah, so currently, um, 
you know, our staffing from engineering, estimators, project managers, you know, just within the renewable group is, uh, I'd say around 75 people. But if you include our superintendents and general foreman and foreman or QA, QC and safety personnel, we're probably about 150. Um, but at one point, you know, and that's all management, but at one point, like in 2016, uh, we had over 1,500 tradesmen and women working in the field alone just on solar projects. So it varies depending on uh, how many projects we have. And, you know, we don't necessarily hire temporary workers. Um, you know, and if you're referring to, like, field personnel, mm-hmm. as one of the largest union electrical contractors in the country, we hire directly from IBEW. So we get a skilled workforce out of there, and it just depends on where we are and where the project is throughout the country. But as it relates to management, we hire the individual for a career and not for a job. Mm-hmm. So we're just not hiring people because we now have work. We anticipate our growth, anticipate forecast where we're going to be, and we look for the right individuals that would like to have a career with Rosadin, and we, uh, you know, we do a pretty good vetting process of that management side of the business to understand that we're not just hiring them to go run a project for us we're hiring them to to have a a lasting career and be in the resident family Mm -hmm. what are some challenges that you're seeing within larger scale solar right now (laughs) well you know labor 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 you know for example, it's, it, you know, it depends on where you are geographically, right? But for example, Texas right now, as you know, we're seeing a boom in solar for 2019, 20, 21, maybe a little bit into 22. But especially in that large scale projects in the 200, 300 megawatt and larger, you know, many of these projects are so remote that they require man camps to be set up. Mm. And many of these projects are located within a 50 mile radius of each other and the the risk is there as it is real as it relates to to labor. So one project, you know, recently we reviewed had, you know, in the timeframe they needed to have this project completed, they had just about 1600 uh, trades personnel on the electrical side alone. So I'm not sure if a lot of developers realize that this would be a potential uh, problem uh, when they executed their PPA and put their budgets together, mm. you know, i.e. it relates to increasing costs. And on top of that, you know, you could run the risk that the project down the road is paying a couple dollars more an hour and all of a sudden your labor force is now diminishing. So there's a real risk there. We try to let our uh, our clients know that, you know, particularly here, as I'm talking about in Texas uh, directly, uh, but obviously um, – you know, other other areas within the country where they don't have multiple large-scale projects next to each other, you know, the risk is a lot lower. But, you know, the utility-scale solar has now matured to a point where it's competing with traditional power plant resources. And, however, you know, that is only happening now due to the continued availability of the ITC, of the, you know, the investment tax credit, which effectively expires at the end of 2020 for new project starts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, while our industry will be, you know, very busy over the next three years or, or so driven by the expiration of the ITC, there still remains tremendous pressure on the overall solar development and implementation value stack to continually reduce our costs, right? So from an EPC perspective, this means we're constantly looking at how we can improve our supply chain costs, our means and methods of efficiencies, 
and design innovations to deliver an overall lower build cost while um, you know improving the um, the lifespan of uh, of uh, of the power plant itself. Do you think, with your experience of of working through the the union, um, is that helpful? Are there enough, maybe not necessarily enough people location wise, but are there enough unionized um, tradespeople that you know can actually help you guys out within solar? Yeah, so you know you're getting an educated workforce, right? Mm-hmm. And the educated workforce is coming from the IBEW. So as one of the largest um, you know union contractors here, we feel, and it's our opinion, and we've seen it, is that when we hire an educated work field or workforce, you're actually, the amount of people you're hiring is less than if you're just hiring through an off-the-street or some other labor broker who's just going to bring in unexperienced individuals. Your your risk um, goes tremendously higher on those jobs. And we try to meet quarterly um, with the, the unions, and it depends on which region where we see the majority of the utility um, solar work taking place, and let them know, here's what we're looking at. And do a breakdown of here's the total hours we think each one of these projects over the next two years is going to take on. But we just don't look at the solar. We look at what else is going on in the economy. You know, is there any big data centers being built in the remote locations also that take up a, a tremendous amount? Um, and then because the economy is very good right now, it's healthy that the building is, is, is taking off and it has been now for the last, you know, year and a half, two years. So there's a lot of variables that come into play here. But we think that uh, because we are union and we are discussing regularly with IBEW what we think and forecasting out the labor looks like. You know, they're very um, proactive in, in ensuring that uh, they do have the resources and the personnel available. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, you got to do a lot of lot of planning for these things. Yes, you do. Well, it's all about risk, right? So you got to try to mitigate your risk. So uh, we've been very good at that, hence being around for 100 years. Mm-hmm, definitely. So what has uh, Rosenden's experience been with energy storage? Have you guys installed any storage um, systems with solar or even wind, any renewable energy? Yeah, well, like a lot of us, right? Um, you know, we've been watching this market now for, I don't know, probably over six years now. And it seems to finally start gaining some traction. Uh, we've installed a few, you know, BES systems and currently looking at more. We've got a dedicated team who are staying up to date with the latest battery configurations and technologies. You know, I don't see this market going away anytime soon. Um, you know, we see BES systems for both the DG and utility scale markets as one of the fastest growing and most dynamic aspects of our industry going forward. Um, we currently work with uh, a bunch of uh, BES industry technology leaders in both markets, like, you know, players like SunPower, NLX, STEM, and then, like in the CNI space, you know, Fluence or Heiko and SAF in the utility scale market to provide um, integrated solutions that meet the performance and, more importantly, bankability requirements that our clients uh, demand for what they see are very new technologies and, and applications. So, there's been a strategic focus for us since late, you know, 2013. And, 
and it looks to become a large portion of our EPC project business um, starting to pick up here in 2019 and growing significantly going forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what other work does Rosenden do within solar? I, I was reading on your website about how um, you do like repowering projects, like upgrading the performance of existing solar arrays. What other kind of extracurricular solar work are you guys doing? <laughs> well, we, you know, we don't, we don't do a whole lot of that, you know, it's really based on, um, you know, our bandwidth and what our clients are looking for. And some of these sites have been up and running now for, you know, over 10 years, 15 years. So, you know, we, we run a few analysis on the projects that we have completed or currently monitoring, and we see if there's a way to, to up the, uh, the performance um, on the site. And this can be completed through either, you know, a change in modules or further upgrades, things like that. Um, so we, you know, we try to do that. We try to offer something else to our clients that a, a lot of our competition is not doing. So, you know, but um, we do some of it. We don't do a lot of it though, mm-hmm. but we're aware of it. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Yeah. What should we be looking out for this year within large scale solar and, and even storage? What are you guys seeing? Well, exactly that. Large-scale solar projects. Um, we are seeing a tremendous amount of those coming through our front door right now. And we've got quite a few large-scale projects in our queue, with a few of them having some BS uh, components added or, at the very least, priced as an alternative. Um, you can expect a significant increase in projects breaking ground or being issued um, LNTPs, you know, limited notice proceeds prior to the year ending of 2019, um, you know, just to ensure that, uh, you know, they qualify for the full 30% ITC. And in fact, when you when you look at the overall national utility scale projects, cumulative construction forecast, you see a huge bell curve accelerating from the second half of the year um, to its apex year, most likely 2021 and starting the tail off in 22. So, you know, we do see a lot of a lot of large scales right now, and they do have that component to it. And like I said, you know, we're either uh, the majority of those projects we're pricing with an ad alternate for a battery storage solution. And uh, you know, the dialogue has been great with the, with those clients. You know, they're they're kind of learning just like we're learning, and we're discussing what we know, and they're discussing what, what they know, and we try to find a solution that we think uh, would best fit their project. So yeah, you're going to be busy for the next few years. <laughs> Yeah, to say the least. So, you know, we're ready for it. That's the good thing. You know, we, we forecast out um, as a company 18 months out. So we, uh, uh, we're we pretty good at that. Again, having been around 100 years, right, all of this comes into play. So, um, you know, we're pretty good at, good at uh, reading the market and where it's going to be and, and how to diversify enough to, to make sure that, um, you know, we've got the right resources and people in place. Well, this year should be a fun one for you guys. What uh, what fun events do you guys have planned in celebration of 100 years of business? Yeah, it's pretty good, you know, um, to commemorate our 100-year uh, anniversary. Our president, Larry Beltramo, uh, arranged to have a 1919 Model T fully restored. <laughs> and uh, it's got the Rosadin electric motor works, you know, and that gold leaf lettering on the side of it and it's just you know really really cool truck and uh, so beginning in april of this year the model t will travel um, throughout the country and be showcased that each of our offices um, will have a centennial celebration 
where we, uh, you know, these celebrations are planned to show appreciation to our customers and and our uh, employees for their support and getting us to where we are today. So we're looking forward to it. You know, we'll start rolling this out in, in April across the country, and uh, it goes on from there. So we're, we're pretty excited about it. And uh, like I said, you know, there's a, there's a lot of factors that come into play um, to making this country, I mean, making this company, uh, uh, you know, 100 years old. So we're, we're pretty proud of it. Mm-hmm. Going along with that, with with solar being such a young market compared to design build and, and electrical construction in general, what do you think Rosenden has learned over the last century that kind of that helps you within the renewable energy group? Well, I think that one of the major elements um, that we believe separate us from our competitors is that, as I stated earlier, we are a true EPC. And that means that we, we take our means and methods, our lessons learned from each project that we complete, and when we, we apply those to our engineering. So this in turn produces a better, more cost-effective design-build project, which is much, much more attractive to our clients. So also having an O&M group, we can offer a maintenance cro- uh, contract to our clients at a much lower cost um, because we did the design, the engineering, and constructed the, uh, the project ourselves. So when you consider that Rosenden's largest diversified design-build electrical contractor in the country, having been around that 100 years, you know, that represents an immense amount of organizational uh, electrical acumen, uh, expertise, and experience. So we draw upon that. We leverage that competitive advantage all the time by benchmarking you know, our best practices, design standards, and new technologies across all of Rosedens operating divisions nationwide for new ways to improve our solar cost basis and plant production efficiencies. So everything from new innovative substation designs and large-scale DC and AC collection systems uh, to implementing um, integrated project delivery processes with our clients to improve, like I said, the cost planning and communications that result in a cost saving and schedule compression. So, you know, we think that uh, all of that uh, comes into play here. And, um, you know, um, we take it all into consideration and look at it and uh, dissect it and pull out all the good stuff and make sure we reuse it. So mm-hmm. it's been good. Well, you mentioned you're going to have a, a busy next few years within solar, but what can we expect from Rosenden um, in the coming years and maybe in the next 100 years? Yeah, so, um, you know, we've, we've uh, as a company-wide, we have a strategic initiative plan uh, going out that we started uh, two years ago that brings us to 2020 and, and what we want our growth to look like. And, and uh, so part of that is we're in the process of opening another renewable energy group division, uh, which will be based out of our Maryland office to handle a majority of our East Coast work. And we're also heavily involved in uh, the electric vehicle market with projects all over across the country right now. Um, that's that's a, a, a big to-do for us. So we kind of kind of aligned ourselves with some of the top manufacturers out there, and, uh, and that, that division alone has grown significantly. Hmm. So when we, uh, we own a company called Modular Power Solutions, and we're currently um, – producing a few mock-ups for BESS solutions and a modular building that we produce. 
We're also conversing with a few inverter manufacturers to produce a more cost-effective inverter skid. And, um, you know, we're just trying to, trying to, uh, set ourselves apart from our, our competition and, and looking forward and, and being ahead of the curve and where we want to be. Um, so, you know, our forecast for the next few years is continuous growth in the, in the wind and the solar market. So we're, we're pretty excited about it. Well, I'm excited to, to see what you guys are up to. Uh, thanks for talking with me today. It was great to get to know this 100-year-old company. Yeah, yeah same here. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it, it's been good. It's just it, it's a fabulous place to work. The individuals here are just, are just great, great people. And uh, you definitely become uh, one of the family, to say the least. This has been another edition of Contractors Corner. Join us each month as editor Kelly Pickerel chats with solar installers across the country. Thanks for listening to the Solar Power World podcast. Visit us online to hear more great podcasts, view industry videos, and read our great editorial content. SolarPowerWorldOnline.com. See you back here next month.